2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: From the WEEI studios, 937, WEIFM, FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Game coverage on WEEI is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solostove.com.
1: Greeny, if he wins Sunday, it's the greatest start to a career in the history of sports. Not just the NFL, but the history of sports. All those guys that you have mentioned, that, that, that's not the ultimate team game. Football is the ultimate team game. And for him to have that many championships this early in his career on top of those MVPs, it would be the most impressive start in the history of the game. And I think it would make him one step closer to that conversation of the greatest of all time. Tom has that. We all know that. Patrick's the best player that I've ever seen, but to get into that conversation of greatest all time, I've I've always felt he's got to get five, and every one is going to matter. So this would be the greatest start in the history of of sports for a quarterback or for anybody, and the fact that it's gotten to this point is
3: remarkable. I'll never get tired of watching dude. I don't like people talk like that. I'll never get tired of watching dude. I guess people have Chiefs fatigue. I guess that's what he's pushing back at. I know Patriots fans do, but is there national Chiefs fatigue?
4: Okay, Patriots fans. You don't get to talk about other people being <laughs> fatigued. <laughs> Fatiguing teams.
3: Oh, I'm so tired of watching this team win their two Super Bowls.
4: God, it's like they're in the Super Bowl every other year. It's
3: so boring. So I, look, I'm largely for, I'm all for rooting against teams that like are dynasties. I just,
4: I don't really get that. I do. Why? Did
3: you like the Jordan Bulls when you were a kid? I hated the Jordan yeah, Bulls. Yeah, I did.
4: I thought they were extremely cool.
3: I hated the Cowboys. I hated. Well,
4: I hate the Cowboys. No offense. Differently.
3: Notre Dame. You know, like I hate. I hated.
4: You, you can. I'm not offended. I, I hated teams like Dame. that when
3: I was a kid, and so I I don't I don't mind that. I just I don't think the Chiefs are there yet. Right? Like we Patriots fans are going to be babies, and if the Chiefs win three and five, they're going to be like, oh, not a dynasty. But, like, that will, the third will cement a dynasty. Not, again, like, nebulous dynasty talk. But two and four right now, not a dynasty.
4: So how about this? They
3: add a third dynasty. And so then I would get fans rooting. I don't really get the fatigue yet. I think they need one more, and then I would get it.
4: It will be a dynasty with a third. And I was reading an athletic article that came out today. Oh. Forgive me, I don't know the <laughs> author. It wasn't really... what you set
3: aside, like an hour, hour and a half?
4: It, was, it wasn't super newsy. <laughs> they talked to Brewski about the similarities between the Patriots and the Chiefs in the early years of the dynasty. And one thing that Brewski did say that they talked about back then as uh, the last team that won back-to-back was they talked almost immediately about what if we get three in a row? What if we can get three in a row? And that's where I think you start to see something a little different where right now Patriots fans can say they have two Super Bowls. They're so far away from Brady and they're so far away from what the Patriots did. But if they, to jump way ahead, but hey, the Super Bowl's coming, like to jump way ahead, if if they they got three in a row, row, then it starts to, I think, become seriously personal.
3: Oh, yeah. It's something that's never been done in the sport. And so the Patriots went to three straight, right? 16, 17, 18, but they never won three in a row. No one's won three in a row. And so, no, I I heard Fourier talking about this the other day. This is what I thought you were going to say. It's interesting Bruski said that. Fourier said he's feeling a little territorial about being the last team to win back-to-back. Patriots are the last team to win back-to-back, oh three oh four, 3 4 And he feels a little territorial about that. He's like, we're the last team. Anytime a team wins and they're trying to repeat, we come up. He's like, I'm a little – I don't know if territorial is the word he used. That's the word I'm using for it. Need a new boiler? But that was the the (laughs) message. And it's like, right, no one – just on that level – the page, oh the Chiefs they'll never be the Patriots well they're already doing so, if they win on Sunday they're already doing something no team since the early Brady and, the, and the Brady Patriots could never replicate it they're doing something no team since the early Patriots has done and so already it's like yeah you can say they're not ever going to be the Patriots but they're doing Patriots things and so that's where it would be at and just to cement the idea that the Chiefs would be a dynasty for any babies that want to push back on that the Patriots won three in five years right 14 16 18. And they didn't win any back to back in that second portion of the dynasty, and no players outside of Brady were around uh, for the early portion of it. So, if you want to call that second part of dynasty, you have to give the Chiefs this. They would have won three in five years and two back to back.
4: I think three makes a dynasty. I don't know why you would argue against that. Well,
3: so, Arkan, do you agree with Mego? Say your 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 strategy here, or your, not your strategy? Your defense of winning three. This is a this is a Washington football team thing.
4: What, what do you mean? Oh, you want me to give my take on Washington football having a dynasty? Yeah. Because yeah, they because want, they have three. But over how was, many years? Well, what was it? It was. 11?
3: It, yeah. Was it 80 and then they want to get in 91? Was it three over 11 and years, 92.
4: I think?
3: 92. Uh, 92? Whatever it was. It was like something like a decade. I'd have to double check it. 82 to 91. Okay, so it's nine years. So oh. I had that wrong. So nine years. Is that a, three and nine? Is that a dynasty, Arkan?
4: You watch what you're going to say here. Same coach.
1: Um, three different quarterbacks. They made another one, right? In that time? What that is, they lost, what I think. Why did you say it like that?
4: Yeah, they made another one and they lost. So they went to four Super Bowls, well, they won three.
1: Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, that adds to it. He's trying to think like, about
4: how consistently good the team was.
3: Yeah, um, not a dynasty. So I say, I'm with Mego. I, I'm with Mego on this. I think that's a dynasty.
4: Arcan's just trying to be rude. He's trying to be unfiltered, Arcan because he thinks that that's what the listeners want to hear. <laughs>
3: yeah, that was a real edgy take,
1: I just It had. was. Yep. <laughs> three your, Super Bowls in nine years. Washington, Washington is not
3: a dynasty, you <laughs> D-bag. Said unfiltered arcane. But, nah, nah, I don't really care. Nah. Give me another. They exer- never should have changed their name, man. <laughs> Bow down to the woke mob, cancer <laughs> culture. Yeah. How's that? Let me know. That was that was good.
4: <laughs> oh no, it's unfiltered arcane. So
3: I'm with Mego, Three and nine years. I'll I'll give that a dynasty. That's that's like stretching the limits of it, though. You can at least acknowledge that.
4: It's stretching. That's yeah.
3: stretching the limits. Okay. Uh, give me a, another example of the national discussion on Brady and Mahomes. This is Mad Dog. I, I don't agree with this. Let me hear this.
5: Even if Purdy plays well, I don't know how the game isn't about Mahomes. He is the greatest quarterback for at least one game that I've ever seen. You know he's going to play well. The Tampa one three years ago was about the offensive line. They fell apart. Mahomes is
3: going to play a big-time game. Played well against, obviously, Allen. What are you looking at me that way for? See,
0: what? you just
5: walked
1: back a hot take you had on first take last week. No, my did hot take was did, Mahomes, the
5: greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, i said that a thousand now, times.
1: And now today we're out here in Vegas. Maybe you just bet your money somewhere else. And you just said to me, He's the best quarterback we've seen for one game. Okay, you want me to say the career?
5: I'll say the career. I think he's better than Brady. If I had a
3: game to win right now in his peak, I'm taking Mahomes over Brady. Just the worst. Take shrapnel flying in your face. You're like, wait a minute. I wasn't having that argument. I was having a different argument. I I wouldn't go as far as Mad Dog on that. Whether Mahomes wins or not on Sunday, I don't care. He got
4: cornered on that. Yeah,
3: and he had to to say something he didn't want to say, that now he's going to have a lot of trouble walking back.
4: It's not Gail Gillingham!
3: So... Who? So when it comes to <laughs> It's uh, not Jerry Kramer. <laughs> so when it comes to one game, I, that won't change on Sunday for me. I'd take Brady in one big game over Mahomes.
4: Absolutely. Th- that won't change for me. Cosine. But to say
3: to say Mahomes is ahead of Brady's pace, that's just a fact.
4: Well, if you inc- looking at the MVPs and assuming that he's going to win, and, this he's, third and he's Super been Bowl. to
3: to use Arcan's logic with Washington in the '80s. They, he's been to an additional Super That's Bowl. That's a strange one. And he's in the AFC title game every year. So and Brady
4: now are, missed. Are we crediting Brady for all the Super Bowls? Brady that he's been
3: missed. In? Brady missed the playoffs. No, well, but we were
1: talking about a nine-year span, and if they had other Super Bowl appearances, I think that that you right. know that counts for all something. All right, unfiltered we're Arkan. Down it's
4: weird because out of all this, like Arcan was the one that was alive for all that time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i didn't consider him a dynasty. The first
3: the first super bowl I, I remember seven years old the first super bowl it. i remember was mark ripon that's the first super bowl i remember i don't remember giants and bills who were you rooting for i i don't even think i was conscious enough to have a rooting interest i don't recall i really don't
4: okay i choose to believe you i don't
3: i just remember i just remember watching that super bowl and being like oh this is what the super bowl please is don't about.
4: bring up washington football in front of unfiltered Arcan. <laughs> Yeah, it know, gets very political. It makes me uncomfortable. I just want to talk saying, sports. Word we can't this
1: is, say. Yeah, this is like
3: an angry uncle. That Snyder got a bad
1: rap, man. He wasn't that bad. <laughs> Snyder was cool. I don't see why he got canceled
5: by the woke mob. <laughs> All right,
3: I have a feeling our next caller loves unfiltered arc. This is our buddy John in the car. Go ahead, John.
5: Oh, yeah. Good good luck with uh, Lucky Strike the uh, the rest of the 5 o'clock hour over there on uh, <laughs> on, unfil- on unfiltered land. He, he really is hilarious sometimes. <laughs> Oh, happy Friday! I gotta be happy, positive for me. Happy Friday, Friday. Happy and thank Friday, you, Meg- thank you for, uh, thank you, you for calling. Positive.
3: What did you call me, John? I don't do be too negative. What did you call me, Dollar Store uh, M&M? What did you call me earlier? Oh yeah, but Budget Evan F, F. You,
5: uh, yeah, you with the, Zeke, you know what, Zeke and Ryan. Deacon Bryan really do a fantastic job. They are the MVPs of WWE Because that picture with uh, the black hat and the beard was spot on you. That
3: happened in a commercial break. I have to give them. I said I'll take credit over the gaunt-looking Eminem. I, I Edge oh. Jones, but the one with the beard, Eminem surges back in front. I agree.
5: Yeah. yeah. O- o- Obi Toppin on Twitch does a great job. But listen, um, I, I really think in terms of like the, the the Brady the Brady Mahomes stuff, Like all the Brady fluffers a couple of years ago were telling me, well, you just got to root for greatness that for him to get seven. like He's going to Tampa to get it. You got to root for greatness. Like, well, I'm rooting for greatness. You guys are all pissed off that, that Pat, Patrick McCombs or whatever his name is might potentially win again, and we got a, a, a little uh, little dynasty going on. Like It's okay to root for greatness. Like you said, things happen. You got LeBron, you got Wilt, you got all sorts of great people. Like me as a gambler, when somebody tells me something's not going to happen, I bet right against it. I I like absolutism drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah, so, I'm not mad dog, but but I'm right with you. Like,
3: so
4: I I agree. It's, it's I agree good, with it's,
3: that. It's we're never going to see this again. Oh, we're never going to see it again. With oh. Patrick Holmes. We're already seeing it. Yeah, that was a bit of a Gronk moment there from John in the car.
4: So No, he was quoting Gronk.
3: Oh, a couple weeks he,
4: ago when he called him Mick, Mick
3: Holmes. Holmes. Oh, okay. I forgot about that one. I do know. I do know. Uh,
4: Just I also called him
3: Patrick Holmes <laughs> and Rabble Me Holmes.
4: Rabble Me Holmes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> called him a lot of things. So, it's the <laughs>
1: best.
4: Travis Kelse.
3: It's the best player. Uh, uh, maybe eventually in the history of the sport, he can't say the man's name.
1: He can't <laughs> Just do it.
4: wait until.
1: Rob Gronkowski versus the pronunciation of Mahomes. Caleb, is that your name?
3: Babcock? <laughs> Caleb Williams. And it's not. Cal Williams, and it's not like Arcan the other day doing like trade deadline names like Ryan Archdiacano, not not an easy name.
4: Oh, look at you flexing.
3: Yeah, that's uh, uh, you know, I, I, at one point in my life I enjoyed college basketball. So, but it's not like it's a challenge. Mahomes is not even close to a hard name, and the man can't <laughs> Me, get it right.
4: Mahomes.
5: So, Caleb it, Williams.
4: <laughs> Caleb. Caleb. Caleb Williams. <laughs>
5: I think Gronk's going be on TV a long time I, on I love
4: this bit because it's the only person who gets made fun of for how they talk on the show more than me. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, yeah, we would never with anyone else. But so, were Brady fans? I don't remember that. Was that what Brady fans were doing? Like, I remember plenty of people rooting for Brady, but my recollection was it was to stick it to Bill and Kraft. People right, were, it
4: was people, people love were saying, Brady.
3: People were saying, I want greatness. People I, were
4: pissed that he wasn't here. Yeah. So they wanted him to win.
3: I'm not saying they didn't. I just, that's not my recollection. I'm, I I don't remember that if that's what happened.
4: It wasn't about greatness it was about you loving Brady
3: yeah and it was about a middle finger Spite Belichick and incre- Spite Spite, spite a,
4: is so powerful it was a
3: Spite store that he popped up down there in Tampa Bay <laughs> 617-779-7937 uh, I do want to play some audio from Andy Reid about his future because there is a tie-in with Bill Belichick plus we have Meg planning coming up what's coming up there Mega?
4: okay what's coming up is something that I think we need to investigate with Christian Arcan, which is <laughs> oh no well I hope he can filter himself here <laughs> What has happened with Faneuil Hall?
3: Oh. Oh.
1: I thought you were investigating something about me. Yeah, I me worried. too. No, I, no. I,
3: I thought it was a more, more personal <laughs> investigation. I went through your phone, Arcan, and I <laughs> yeah. an investigation. I went full things. K. Adams with Shams's <laughs> phone on <laughs> your wanna phone. I want to know,
4: are these booties natural or enhanced?
3: Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get to the bottom of this. Okay. Booty. <laughs> no pun intended, with Arcan.
0: You can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say "Play 93.7 WEEI." Now more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. You've done this for a long time. Uh, you've
1: been to many of these Super Bowls. If you win this Sunday, what are the likelihood that you might consider hanging up and and kind of going out on top, or are you set already that you will be back next year?
5: Yeah, I haven't gone there. I don't think about that. Um, I'm, I'm tied up in the game and trying to take care of that. I'm sure somewhere I'll know when that time is. It's not today or uh, won't be Sunday. So, yeah.
3: Andy Reid on his future. Could be coaching his last game. We'll see. I don't think Bill will be replacing him. That I don't think. And I think Bill told you as much by taken out a three of the globe last weekend and thanking fans so i don't think bill believes he's in the mix for any coaching jobs and if reed is out maybe it's spagnolo maybe it's somebody else i have no idea you think it's the last time we see him on sunday no you think he'll be back
4: i think he'll be back it's too good a thing to give up right now. Okay,
3: well, this is what I was just going to ask. If they win, I agree with you. If they lose, I could I could see him walking away. If they he's lose, he's just
4: like tired. He's like, you know what, we yeah, got all the like, way here. It's too tough.
3: Right? We got here. We kind of felt like we got over a hump. We had this late push. Things were bad in season with them. It didn't look right on offense. Kelsey was breaking down. Then they got it back on the rails. They get all the way to the Super Bowl. And they, if they lose, I think it's more likely Reed walks away than if they win.
4: Well, first of all, I don't think they're going to lose. I don't either. But if they did, couldn't read also look at the situation and go well we need uh we need more weapons around here this was this was like the worst it'll be and we lost the super bowl so i'll come back fully loaded next year he could all i'm telling
3: you is i think it's more likely he walks away if they lose than if they win because if they win he can do exactly what brewski was talking about which is be the first team to win three in a row so i don't know how you'd answer that But that that's my feeling on
0: it
1: i think uh for him to walk away after a win is unlikely. I think it's unlikely either way. I don't think he's going to walk away if they lose either, but I do think it's probably more likely there just in the sense of what you were talking about. It's a long, difficult season. You know, he's uh, getting up there in age and, you know, you may just sort of look at it and be like, am I going to catch any of these records? Is it worth going on? Do I have anything left to prove? And he doesn't strike me as someone that's, you know, really worked up about that type of thing. And that may just be a sort of outward facing persona, but he doesn't seem like someone who's, you know, I'm gonna coach until my last breath. Like, you know, he doesn't seem like one of those
3: guys. So no, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe by accident. But well, when yeah. it when <laughs> that's, it
4: that's not nice.
3: When it comes to uh Brady and Mahomes and the pace, I'm just looking at the text line here, and it factors in with Reed and his future. At three seven, ninety three seven, Jones can't count. Mahomes is behind Brady, not on pace to beat him. How many rings did Brady have after four years as a starter? No, I, I get that. But now we're six years in. And you know, Brady's already had his three, and now he doesn't win again for another decade. So Mahomes would be, I think, ahead of his pace. He's been to an additional Super Bowl as a tiebreaker. He's won MVPs, and he's got a decade to surge in front. And he might be on pace for winning three in a row, but Megos, right. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Brady was ahead after four years. Mahomes, if he wins on Sunday, will be ahead after six years. That's all. It's as simple as that. What?
4: The TV behind you, someone's literally doing the Nordic plunge. I'm telling you, this is everywhere. Meg Splaney is uh, ahead everywhere. of everything. You can't, you can't whether go anywhere without Nordic talking about a Nordic cycle, plunge. Whether it's the bucket in the shed, sky tunnels, it's everywhere.
3: Sky tunnels has picked up so much steam. It I pooped really in a hot. shed just Fl- yesterday. Floss <laughs> yeah. picks, people. Uh, no one, no one stops talking about floss picks. Although I will, if I'm being honest, every time I see a floss pick, you think of me. I think of you.
4: Oh, and that's I see so em. Nice. I do see them. Every time you see, whenever a gross I see piece disgusting garbage litter. on
3: the ground, I think of Mega. <laughs> whenever I see some of the, uh, you know, was picked out of a human's mouth and f- discarded onto the ground, I think mm-hmm. of you. Uh, let's oh, go,
4: Meggo, gross.
3: Let's go to some phone calls here before we get to Meg explaining coming up in a minute. Uh, David in the car is waiting patiently. Go ahead, David.
5: Hey, good afternoon, guys. Thank you. So, who's to blame, Mr. Crap all the way? Anybody who says otherwise, he's the owner of the company, right? When you're an owner, I, I own a business. You do, and I have people to make decisions. I give them authority hmm. to to do so. But at the end of the day, it's me. I make the decision how much money to spend and when to do and when not to do. So for, for anybody to say that it's Belichick's to blame, no, you're totally wrong. And I believe Jones, you were uh, with uh, blaming um, Kraft. Mr. Kraft yes, as well. Yes,
3: it, I, I am. I'm, I'm with. I'm, I've downgraded him back to Bob. He is. He's no longer He's not Robert. He was never Mr. Kraft to me, but to some of you, he. I've downgraded him back to Bob. You're Bob again. And earn it back, and then you won't be Bob anymore. You can go back to being Robert or Mr. Kraft in the case of some he, of these guys.: He cars. earns
4: back Robert. Yes. Okay. You're, you're Bob.
3: This you're is ba- weird. You're back where you were before Brady and Belichick. You're Bob Kraft again. So, no, I, look, I, I think it's on Robert, but Robert has a really easy way. Excuse me, <clears throat> Bob has a really easy way of doing this. Go out and spend like crazy in free agency. And you can make it look like it was all Bill for all. I mean, he has a really, really, really easy way to do it. And I'll still be screaming from the clouds. He sets the budget, and it was up to him. But he has a really, way to, a really easy way to pin this on Bill. Just okay, but spend
1: like crazy. He's done that before, and then the years after that, he went back to not spend it. So well, no. I, feel, like, I need to see him do it more than one year. No, no I
3: agree. I'm just saying, yeah. in, re- in real time, while we're, while we're going along, next year it'll be like, oh, it was Bill that was cheap. Look at how Robert's spending. Now, we'll have to see over years and a chunk of time, I agree. But the narrative will... Robert can shift this narrative really, really easily, really easily. And you don't need to have all these off the record chats with media to win people over. Just spend money, Robert. Don't yeah. w- don't waste your time sitting down treating you know Curran and Perry and everybody else to lunch. Spend
1: some actual money on the team. I agree with that, and I do think that that will help, and that will help sort of do two things, make Robert look better and you know, continue to crap on Bill now that he's out the door. But they did spend that one year while Bill was here. I mean, he made those decisions. He wanted Aguilar. He didn't like all of them, but he wanted John U. Smith. He wanted all these people, and he went out and signed them. And Kraft was willing to fork over the money, and that was the plan that year, and that's what they did. So if they do it again, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, they never did this with Bill. Bill never wanted to spend money like he did. He did just a few years ago. It wasn't that long ago.
3: Dave's and Natick. It's a good point. Like we're like, oh, Robert spent in twenty twenty one. Well, if we're being consistent, that was Bill. Right. Dave's and Natick. Go ahead.
5: Hey, great show today, guys. It is, Thank Dave. you. Hi. Right, right off the bat, obviously Brady's the greatest quarterback at all of all time right now. But I think from uh, the standpoint of this Mahomes with where he's at, with where he's going to go versus Brady, standpoint is I think if you look at the performance of Patrick Mahomes over the first six years of his career. I, I'm not sure you could take another quarterback in the league, switch teams, put them on the Chiefs, and they don't win at least two Super Bowls. I'm not talking about some scrub. I'm saying taking the second or third best player. If you put... Okay,
3: no, let's let's play this game. This is a good game, Dave. Josh Allen is on the Chiefs the last six years. Mm-hmm. How many Super Bowls do they have? One. I think I would say one as well. I don't know that they have three. Mahomes might get them three.
4: Mahomes is on the Bills. How many Super Bowls do they have?
3: I think Mahomes' Bills beat Allen's Chiefs. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like two? Maybe he wouldn't get three in Buffalo? Maybe he would. I mean, the Bills are really talented. This, this is the thing. Are the Chiefs that talented now? The they year, have a
4: good defense right when now. When they had
3: Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill, that, that's a very, very talented core. Now it's like it's a breaking down Kelsey, who's been really good in the postseason. Right. I like Rashi Rice, but I'm not gonna. I don't think the Chiefs are overly stacked. I think don't Mahomes is, l-
4: overlook Pacheco there. I just think, but I think
3: Mahomes is elevating a lot of these the guys. King of Rutgers. If you wanted to say earlier in Mahomes's career that they were more stacked, I'd agree with that. But no, I'm with Arkin. If if Mahomes were on the Bills, you traded Josh Allen and Mahomes. Maybe Allen wins one. Maybe he wins with Tyreek and Kelsey the first one. But is he? winning with that team last year with juju as his number one i I don't know and i bet mahomes is winning with steph diggs yeah i mean listen he's winning he might win with Kadarius tony this year (laughs) how many how many does lamar have if he's in kansas city
4: if lamar is in kansas city i think he still has zero yeah
3: i kind of think that too
4: unfortunately
3: he just hasn't i I love lamar he hasn't won enough playoff games to be like, oh, single-handedly he's going to elevate all those teams? Yeah,
1: I think they run into whatever Mahomes' team is in this hypothetical and they lose to that team. Yeah, right. Like it, <laughs> right? He yeah. loses.
3: If Mahomes is on Baltimore, Mahomes is still beating Lamar in Kansas City. I think so. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
4: What if Mahomes was on the Lions? Uh,
0: what if Mahomes was on the Celtics? Yeah. <laughs> Could they beat the Lakers?
4: Yeah, what if Mahomes is on the Red if Sox? Mahomes how many up? World Series do they have?
3: Oh, five or six. And if, if if Mahomes are on the Celtics, they definitely don't joke against the Warriors. That'd Dale Jr.
1: in a car versus a bus driven by Mahomes.
3: <laughs> Who wins?
4: And the bus has to go off, go off a <laughs> ramp and jump another bus.
3: Mahomes' bus. <laughs> Honestly, I like and this debate. And the bus
4: is shaped like Mahomes. I
3: like this debate. This that's, a, a, that's a Ditka. This is that's a Ditka, yeah. Brady, Mahomes <laughs> level thing. I like this. 617, 779. Ditka bus. 793.7. <laughs> Let's uh, continue with your feedback coming up. You can jump in line for Rich Keefe, a uh, very big guest uh, here on the final day of Super Bowl week, I've been told. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Meantime, we have Meg's planning with Megan Onelini.
0: Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't
4: know how else to talk about it. Shut up,
0: Meg. It's time for... Now
4: I let you know!
0: Meg Meg explaining. I'm
4: laughing because I'm thinking about the bus shaped like my homes. And when you... Hit the horn. It just makes like a horn, but it's in like a mo- frog noise. <laughs> mom's yeah. Kermit Meh. voice.
3: This is the subdued
5: froggy horn. It's the Muppet Show with our special guest star Candace Bergen.
4: <laughs> so stupid. Okay, uh, it's, so it's not,
3: it's not not stupid.
4: <laughs> I was I was talking yeah. to Mister Who about this the other day because the Globe wrote this story about why do locals hate Faneuil Hall. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this for Meg Explaining at some point this week. Like, why don't locals like Faneuil Hall? And Mr. Who's like, because it sucks. And that seems to be the substance of this entire story from the Globe. Interesting. And they wrote it, I'm guessing, because there's a new landlord that was announced. So it was previously owned for many years by Ashkenazi Acquisition Corporation, and it's now being, the landlord is Jay Safra Real Estate. So in addition to being easier to pronounce, they have this goal of, oh, it's supposed to be also a local hangout spot, especially if you work in the financial district. You'll go over there and hang out, and it's not just a tourist trap and also where very, very drunk 21-year-olds hang out, which is saying, what I always think of it I as. went, like, I went there quite a bit Ned when Devines I first turned 21. Is, yes. is what I think of it as. Mm-hmm, sure. But Arcan, like you have a, I would guess a different relationship with Faneuil Hall than we do. Yes. So w- what's your take on this and what do you think has happened to Fan Hall? We, well, do, go
3: to, we do go to Arcan for, well, uh, I don't know how old-timey it is, but old-timey Boston stuff is Arkan. Oh, that's definitely. Ar- well, it's that's Arcan's not old-timey fortune. at all. No, no. Go ahead. Faneuil right. Hall,
1: is, there's is a the connection because my family had a business there, but in the 70s... That's why I'm asking. So in the 70s, Faneuil Hall was all boarded up. There was nothing there. And then the mayor at the time was this guy, Kevin White, and he did this big project to sort of open it up and all these, you know, businesses went in, and it was really popular for a long time. It was like the first food court ever, cool. uh, you know? Now there's food courts all over the place. Faneuil, well, that was one of the first food courts a lot of time to be that alive. they ever had. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was 1979, uh, or 76, I think it was. But either way, uh, what happened was the seaport happened. I think the seaport kind of became the new hot spot. Locals stopped going uh, see, to Faneuil Mago, Hall as Mago's
3: much. Mego hates the seaport.
1: And uh, you No, know, that's
4: not what I'm going to say. For the
1: last, I don't know, for the last 10, 15 years, it's mostly just tourists in Faneuil Hall. And so, and it's only really seasonal in the summer the spring and summer months uh, that people want to be outside like that and eat outside and sort of walk around. So I think that's mainly what happened to it. But the seaport just became such a big hot spot when they started developing it that I think it took the Faneuil Hall crowd down the road a little bit.
4: So, I don't love the seaport. Like, I, I, I've i been on you record hate, for that. You hate the seaport? It's just annoying to me. Like, it's an annoying crowd. It's annoying establishments. It's really hard You're to get You're talking about the entire places. morning
1: show right now. I just <laughs> No, Seriously. they live in Southie. <laughs> they do?
4: Well, I thought they all live in Southie. Some of the them do. Port. No, like, two two fourths, one half live in Southie. Hey,
1: I thought, like, Chris and Courtney. Yeah. yeah Greg lives Greg, in the seaport. But Greg's in the seaport. I thought Courtney was in the seaport, too.
4: I'm talking about when you go out to a restaurant or something. Anyway, or something. Okay. And
2: Southie is right a totally, now. It's raining nugs. Southie <laughs> has a
4: totally annoying crowd, too. I live in Southie. Like, I can say that. But either way, this is an argument that Newberry Street makes, too. Like, why does Newberry Street kind of suck now? And Newberry Street's like, well, all the people who used to come here go to the seaport. Now the seaport drove them all away. Is that what Newberry Street no, says? What happened is you guys have crappy businesses in the area. Like you close Poorhouse and Lear and these fun bars that local people actually went to. Those weren't
3: on Newbury Street. Not on Newbury
4: Street. Okay, Back Bay is what I'm saying. Boylston Newbury Street, and yeah. Boylston. Yeah. Uh whiskeys, like all these fun places all closed, and instead it's like, I don't know, you have some N- just big, boring national brand who's Well, that's there. what they're
1: hoping is going to change that's with that's these... And that's
4: what happened with Faneuil Hall, too. It's just like a bunch of boring chains. It's like being at an outdoor mall.
1: That's what they're hoping happens with the new landlords is because that's true. A lot of, of the original merchants got Wait, priced places, out.
4: Places like your parents' got, business are right. gone and instead it's just some dumb thing your, that is everywhere I blame else your parents in for
3: selling Definitely out. my parents. I blame for. your parents for selling out. Yeah, uh, I agree. But, I mean, we
1: were renting, so it's like, you know, we all were, but it was a lot of restaurant groups, like Restaurant groups spot up places there, and that's still kind of the case. But you know, Dick's Last Resort was a chain that was there. They they went out of business like that. That's happened with uh, with a lot of different places. But there just isn't the same kind of foot I mean, traffic there there was in the. I'm going to tell you, seventies, eighties, and nineties. I don't go to
3: Faneuil Hall a ton. But we were there. Speaking of the morning show, we were there for for Greg's thing. There, uh, one of the stops was in Faneuil Hall at the Sam Adams Brew Pub down there.
4: Yeah, see, that's a good idea. I don't, I don't you mind you open something like that. That's fun. I don't
3: mind Faneuil Hall. I, I wouldn't say I go there a lot, and I seek it out. I also, I'm, I am probably. I mean, I've lived in Boston twenty years, but I, I'm from Vermont, so like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's my uh, my inner Vermonter is like, I'm in the big city in Faneuil Hall. Maybe Wait, that's what, what I like. But because I, you're
4: from Vermont, you like Faneuil Hall. No,
3: I'm just saying. I, I wonder. I don't mind it, but I wonder if when when you're talking about locals despise it, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a local. Is what I'm trying to d- draw a line there. When locals despise, Arcan local? Uh, when locals despise Faneuil Hall, I would just draw a line between myself and a local, despite living here for a while. I wouldn't say they
1: despise it, but well, I just don't think it's the was same kind of... What
3: was the word you used? Maybe I'm misrepresenting the word you used in the Globe. Um,
4: but I, thought, I guess it's just mostly like they think it sucks. Unpopular, it sucks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not,
1: it's not like it used to be, that's for sure. Like
4: you don't go there.
1: Yeah, you don't go there as much. I don't know, it's like, oh, we got to stay away from there. But but there's... there's
4: a lot of places that are like this in Boston right now. Like, I think a lot of Back Bay is like this. Like, Back Bay it's just kind of been weird since the pandemic. Is and it though? And do Downtown we just, Crossing are we just has all older. sucked for years. Are
3: we just all older so we don't go anywhere?
4: No, I went to Back Bay last week.
3: Okay, so you do go there.
4: Yeah, and I was like, it was the first time that I'd gone there in a while, and I was I like, man, it's kind of crummy over here. I don't right now.
3: really go anywhere, so I'll I'll, I'll lump myself. In my, I don't know what's what's cool in the city anymore. Downtown Crossing is
1: lame since they got rid of the Combat Zone, man. <laughs> no,
4: now Downtown that was Crossing is just weird. <laughs> you know, Downtown Crossing is like a weird weird vibe.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's my my Your de- favorite part my of de- the city. My dentist is in that general area, and yeah, it's not the greatest. So There's some bars I like down there. This in, is down what down the ground.
4: Globe says the reasons are. Okay. Um, competition from the Seaport, and they throw in Assembly Row. Mm. Which is like I guess I don't really go to Assembly Row very Assembly, much.
3: I mean, I I live close to there. Assembly Row is very much big national but chain. So if that's your gripe with yeah, Daniel hall, I think I don't, just
4: that it's newer.
3: Yeah, there's parking there.
4: Yeah, that's another thing. So parking I mean, you can you can park um, in Assembly Row. Competition from all the new food halls is what they're called now. Like there's the one over like the, by the garden,
3: the, like the, that. the garden,
4: and the I think there's yeah, oh, yeah there's time one out. yeah there's one in the financial district as well. Okay. Like d- right in the financial district, so that's competition. Um, the amount of national chains that Cheers and how do you pronounce this? Is it Durgan Park? Or Durgan Dur- Park, yeah. Durgan mm-hmm. Park both closed. Yeah, how long has
1: that been closed? Durgan Park, few years. Yeah, yeah.
4: And that there's not enough um, experiences there. So this is where I think something like the Samuel Adams Tap Room is a good idea because you go there and it's Experience. like kind of a yeah. Like do you okay? Do you remember they had that dinosaur adventure? Yes. And that was a, that's like an experience. It's, yeah. a, it's an event. It's like a pop-up event that lasts for, I don't know, a month. And it's a reason that you your family goes there or some reason that you'd go over there that you usually wouldn't go over there. And instead of looking at it and going, well, are we going to have dinner in the South End or are we going to have dinner at Faneuil Hall? Like, it's like, oh, there's this thing for a month at Faneuil Hall. Let's go check it out.
3: Let's go bring Lucas to the dinosaurs. Right. Okay. Fine. So there's not enough of that in Faneuil Hall. That I was, guess that was pretty recent. When was that? The last year or two.
4: Yeah. So they need to do more of that. Is what people are supposed. That's a big complaint. Okay. But Arcan is the one with like the the real insight here. So I'm curious what you think that they need to do.
1: What they need to do to get people back. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, bring it, back the plow. Yeah, well, that would help. <laughs> bring back Ames Plow. Uh, no, um, you know, Ned's is still doing okay. Uh, do you consider like um uh around the corner there, like the Hong Kong and, and those places? Do yeah, you consider I do. those. I, I consider all so, that. So okay, okay. I know. Yeah. And
4: there's people texting about like, oh, people there's still go there. Quincy Market versus Faneuil Hall, and I'm just. Basically oh, say, I know there's yeah, different landlords. Hall is just the
3: one building.
1: In the yeah, front, but they there's call the different landlords,
4: but I'm talking about like the overall area Hong
3: Kong. though, I haven't been there in a while. They still Little
4: chicken on a stick. I was just
3: going to say, they still have that at like 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. I still the got the karaoke. Yeah. I went to a 30th bowls, birthday think, there yeah.
4: not too long ago. It's been a while
3: since I've been there. It was 30th like, birthday? Yeah. Not too long ago?
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. What do you want mm. me to say? I run with a, a young crowd. <laughs>
3: I run with a young crowd. Me and my cool young crowd. I didn't realize they were still doing street meat out front of there. I like that. Okay, but yeah, I would consider Hong Kong part of it. Sure, whenever we if we were like we're going out in fanuel that would be a bar we would go to back in the day. Yeah, you know,
4: they closed um, the upper floor of the Black Rose, which is sad. I didn't know that. that yeah, in the bad. pandemic. Oh,
1: well, yeah. if you what would bring it back? I mean, in its heyday. The bars down there were really like the the thing, you know. Like Ned's was cranking like every night. You had McFadden's and the place, and like all these sort of spots down there, which wasn't technically Fannie Hall, but like in that area. And that it's brought a
3: lot of foot about Yeah, this is our this is our. I can. Love this, this is, is our cantana. glory days. These, these were my glory Dollar days. Dollar and sissy K's. Oh baby. Oh
4: my God, sissy K's! I slapped someone there once. <laughs>
3: Might
4: have been a, me. A man. I gotta be honest. No, it was Matt. my friend's guy friend. Right. And I don't remember doing it. It was one of the drunkest n- nights of my yeah, entire life. Yeah, I feel life. like
3: I've I've seen things like that in Sissy case fairly consistently. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, what's going on in Faneuil Hall I here next week. <laughs> Make Faneuil Hall great again. Make. I'm
4: on cough medicine.
3: Arkan is in charge of the Make fanuel Hall Great Again Committee. Uh, 617-779-7937. Stay tuned for Rich Keefe. He comes your way at 6 o'clock. We have Bet Roulette. I'm going to try to shoot the moon this week and go 0 for 5 <laughs> in Bet Roulette. Picks for the Super Bowl next.
0: From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
3: I would trade down and get more picks. You need more lottery tickets. More lottery tickets increases the possibility of getting more winners. You get more winners, you get better players, you get a better team. That's what I think the Bears should do with one and that's what I think the Patriots should do with three. Unless you are convinced that that guy you're getting is pro bowler, Hall of Famer, can't miss. And how can you be convinced of that? The Panthers were convinced of it last year when they gave up all that stuff to get Bryce Young and what do they have so far? So I think that I think that they should trade down. If they can, if they can, get more players, scratch more lottery tickets, and develop more talent. Mike Florio on the Patriots Talk podcast with Tommy Curran. He co-signs on trading back, which I hate. Get some more lottery tickets, a few more scratchies. Mega, what was your analogy before on trading back?
4: If you got a 33% chance of hitting a million-dollar scratch ticket, do you take that one? or do you take two scratch tickets that are worth $100,000 each? Maybe you have a slightly higher chance on them.
3: Yeah, they're 50/50 instead or something like that. I I'd, I'd rather take the swing at a million. I don't need 100k. I want a million dollars.
4: Okay, I need both, but...
3: I know, but but you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like And it,
4: to be fair, the Patriots need both.
3: Yeah, but they should be swinging for a million bucks. Is what they should be doing.
4: This is called scratchy's math.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Yeah,
4: I got your scratch ticket math.
3: Twitch chat is just really going all in on sissy case reminiscing sissy case uh, i wish it, it's, honest, it's still just going down there I, yeah, it still it's there? still there it's mm-hmm. still there right so they're just yeah. reminiscing times at sissy case i should say uh what were you gonna say um
4: the point greater than sissy case i don't know how many times i like I, the
3: point i don't know how many times i've been the to point the point used i've been to there. Be the spot good spot uh, narrow uh, I, narrow uh, i wouldn't say that was I, I would frequent there as much but uh but, but that's probably a good that's probably good for their business to be honest that's probably a good sign for them uh <laughs> Secondarily, uh, when I brought up the street meat at Hong Kong, that was uh, suggested as my rapper name, street meat. Okay. Which I feel like is that not taken? That must be taken. It
4: has to be taken. There's gotta
3: there it's must gotta be. throw a little in front of it. <laughs> little, little street, street
4: meat. meat. <laughs> little. <Or> just <laughs> take Micro. out street. Just
3: be little meat. Wispy street meat.
4: <laughs> Micro street meat. Yeah.
3: yeah Sausages yeah, out there look delicious. <laughs> All right. Deliverous meat. Deliver- <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's the rap name. Deliferous meat. Uh, all right. We got some extra uh, picks here today in Bet Roulette. I'm trying to shoot the moon for the week. Let's make
5: some pictures. Of the all right. Movie. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f- around in this place. You got it? Boom. Boom. That's it. Gambling.
3: Bet Roulette brought to you by the good people at Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. Cars with the number four and cars with a K. You can also call 1877 Cars for Kids. We're double rolling here today, Mego. We got a number between two and twelve is what we're rolling for. Oh, so really? lots of bets in here. Get uh get rolling over there. Don't All knock right. over your diet ba, cola. Mego uh, with a uh, little backspin. A three. a three. All right.
1: Got to be a two and a one, then I'd imagine. That is 49ers and the Chiefs. The over/under of the game is 47 <gasps> and one half points. Mego. will it go over or under? 47 and a half.
4: That's a little high. Very to common me. bet. A
1: little high yeah, for Meggo.
4: A little high for me. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. Under this 47 is, yeah. and a half. This Meggos. is a good. This is the a Chiefs good often Chiefs go under, Steve and the guys.
1: Niners often go over. So that's usually how it is. All right. Let's see here. That looks like a four. And what's the other one? A four and a one, that's a five for you math majors out there. Sure is our canton. And that is wow, the net cool. yards for the San Francisco 49ers. Will the Niners as a team net over?
4: college students listen to us. Or <laughs> under,
1: <laughs> or anyone that has any sort of education, 358 and a half yards for the Niners, Jones. total yards Over for the under,
3: total net yards, 358 and a half on offense. Over, here's why. They're going to be behind. They're going to be trailing. They're going to need to pile up passing yards. And by the way, I think McCaffrey's going to run all over them. Like, my guess is McCaffrey's going to run all over them if they're smart. The Ravens weren't smart. The Bills ran all over them the week prior uh, going back uh, to the divisional round. So I think McCaffrey's going to pile up yards early, but I think they're going to have to throw late, and I think they'll go over 358.5, you said? Uh, 358.5, yes. yes. They'll go over that number. Arcane, are, you, uh, are you double shooting? Here's are my
1: roll. There we go. I'm not going to bother trying to shoot those. Okay. And that is a 7. That's craps. <laughs> All right. Uh, for 7, that's Mahomes. Okay. Passing yards over under 262 and a half passing yards. That is uh, right around his average for the year. I don't think he's going to go crazy uh, with the with the passing. I think they're probably going to win the game. I think it'll probably be a low-scoring game. I like Megos' pick. So I'm going to go Thank under you. 262 oh, and a half no. passing yards. For Mahomes. I don't think it's going to be a way under, maybe like 250, but that's sort of where I see him going, around the 250 range passing uh, for Mahomes. All right, we're going to do a
3: roll for Ryan now. Okay.
1: Yes, so, let's get it so going. So far we have two you unders. Better,
4: better roll good here.
3: To go with my over on the outlier here, which is never a good sign for the way my Our picks are. Here is the Ryan roll, and that is yeah. a that's nine.
1: A nine. Nine. A nine. Here we go. It's a yes, no question, Ryan. Will any player... Rush for 100 plus yards. The odds are yes, minus 106, no, minus 114. So slightly better odds on no. Will anyone rush for 100 plus yards? Ryan.
0: Yes! <laughs>
1: like All right. That. Very good. Who? So there you go. Uh, I, think, prediction. Who? I think Christian McCaffrey's McCaffrey. going to run for 100 yards. Yeah, McCaffrey should. The only reason I think Brock
3: Purdy's going to run for it. <laughs> the only reason McCaffrey wouldn't is, again, if they're too far behind. Uh, and they have to start throwing, in which case he'll just pile up a bunch of receivers.
5: Or he has some stupid 60-yard, you know,
3: rip-it-open run in the first half, too, which he's also capable of doing. Yeah,
4: he could pull off a couple chunk runs. Yeah, but
3: then that would put him over. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said he's going to rush for over 100 yards. Yeah, 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 I'm saying the only way he wouldn't rush for over 100 yards is if they're too far behind, is what I'm saying. So we have under on 47 points. Over on three fifty-eight point five total yards for the 49ers. very specific. Uh, we say yes, Christian McCaffrey will run for a hundred yards specifically, but or any, any player any rusher will. works. Yep, that's the bet. And uh under two hundred sixty uh two hundred sixty-two point five passing yards for Patrick Mahomes. Uh so we can par can we par are you allowed to parlay all four of those that's together? Four leg parlay back here. Uh Ryan, Ryan's trying to plug that in. We can get you the odds uh, if possible. But Where there we go.
4: are our math majors. How about that? For some <laughs> Super Bowl props.
3: I uh, I haven't seen the Reba one. How how much time does Reba have? Do we know? It's a good question. She's gonna um. be under. Whatever that number is, she's gonna be under. She's gonna be very she's gonna be ready to go. She's gonna be very professional. She's not gonna drag this out. Reba's not She knows it's not about her. Yeah, huh? exactly. Reba's not she's not putting the spotlight on herself. See, the problem with trying to put all this together is now because it's the Super Bowl, they're trying to get
1: you to bet on literally everything. Yeah. Just, there's like eighty thousand props I'm I, trying to go through. ninety point
3: five seconds for Reba's performance. Under. Under, that's a bonus one for you right there. I'll, I'll just tell you this. When it comes to uh, the Super Bowl, all I've been doing, and it tells you how much I lose on on bets, but I just every time I lose and I get a bonus bet, I'm plugging it in on this. I have like nine bets going right now on the Super Bowl, and I haven't even dabbled. I haven't even dabbled in Reba. Some dumb ones. The Gatorade, the Coins. I haven't even gotten to those the yet. The jersey number yeah, yeah, of who like, scores a touchdown, Otter. But even. Like, you better believe when I'm itching on Sunday. I will be itching on Sunday. Gross. Scratching. More, more so than normal. <laughs> and I, th- that's when I'm going to get to all he's those bets. Scratching. Can I, should I be parlaying all those together? That's the question. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for us. Everybody have a great weekend. Arkan, you're on on Sunday, correct? I am not. It's a special uh, Super Bowl Sunday pregame show with Keith that he's going to be doing. I'll be back next Sunday. Okay, so no Arkan, but you can tune in for Keith on Sunday. He comes your way at 6 o'clock. Dial him up, 617-779-7937. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. and We'll talk to you on Monday at 2 o'clock
4: here on WEI. That's you the pumpkin market.
3: The gift I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say thank you for, for being a, a friend. friend.
4: We really need new
0: phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? <laughs> only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>